Hey Achievers, this is Maya, founder of Healthy High Achievers. Join our global community and create healthier routines to avoid burnout and feel more calm and healthy. Let's get to it! Before we begin, I'd like to share something personal. When I started journaling consistently in my life, something happened. I started seeing big changes. I finally understood my inner world, my thoughts, my frustrations, and I truly believe that when you journal, things can change in your life, but it's hard to keep a consistent habit. Because of this, I created Maya's Journaling Corner. It's a monthly membership where I help you create a weekly habit of journaling. There are weekly journal prompts for you to journal at your own pace and twice a month there is a live guided journaling session on Zoom. There's a whole library of self-care resources as well and there's a slow-paced book club with journal prompts for every chapter. I would love to have you join. Just go to healthyhighachievers.community and start journaling today. Alright, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hey Achievers, how have you been? I just felt inspired this weekend to write about what journaling and mindfulness have meant in my life in the past, well, um, 20 years. I'm also including free journal prompts to zoom out of your busy life and kind of realign to your goals, reorganize your life. You can find it in the description below. But journaling has been my self-therapy ever since I was 12. I don't know about you, but I'm better with words in writing than in speaking. These videos and podcast episodes, I have to truly push myself to get on camera and get the words out. Now, something magical happens in the brain when you journal. Suddenly, you're able to take a bigger perspective on life and see things more clearly. You can get those thoughts and feelings out of your head and onto paper, externalize it, which makes you feel more light after every journaling session. As you're writing, your brain takes you further and further to deeper reflections you haven't thought of. If you're just sitting with it, the process is not the same. There's something different that happens. And journaling for me is really a mindfulness practice. You learn how to pause the turmoil of life and take a moment to observe what's going on in your inner world. Now, my journaling practice has evolved over time. I don't always write about every single thing that's happened in my life. I used to do that. And I used to, even when I was falling behind, um, catch up on a month of life events, you know. But now I see it as a tool that goes way deeper than my daily events. I see journaling as a way to process big changes and challenges in my life. Now, as your life evolves, your journaling practice evolves with you. There's no need to put pressure on your journaling habit of, oh, I haven't journaled in a month. I'm totally off track. There is no off track. This is a very important thing you need to understand. And many people do think there is an off track. No, there is only this beautiful tool that is sitting there on your desk, next to your bed, wherever, ready to support you whenever you need it. 
Now, this is my story of how journaling has evolved with me through the years, and I hope it inspires you to flow with your journaling habit too. There are five ways that journaling and mindfulness have changed my life. One, journaling before bed. When I was 12, I got a journal as a birthday gift. It had this tiny lock and a cover image of my favorite teen band. I felt, it felt like my secret way to talk about everyone and everything, knowing that nobody would read it. The only way I thought journaling worked was to sit and write about your day every night before going to bed. At least that's what you see in the movies, right? Dear diary, I have a crush on this boy and I don't know if he loves me back. I had pizza for dinner and I had a fight with my brother. Good night. When you're a teenager, every day is an adventure. Every conversation with a boy is a movie on repeat. Every setback it is, is a disaster, right? Journaling really helped me process my feelings, my thoughts, my experiences. I literally could not sleep well without journaling first. I felt this relief after putting my thoughts and feelings onto paper. My head was empty and I was ready for a good night's sleep. Number two, living mindfully through chronic disease. When I was 15, many of you know this, I have a separate blog post and podcast episode on that. But chronic disease turned my life upside down. I couldn't go to school. I was walking with a cane. I got used to feeling high amounts of pain every day. And I couldn't live a normal teenage life from my 15 to my 19. I remember my singing teacher gave me a book when I was 14, even before I got sick, that I didn't realize was quite the classic. The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It opened these big, bright doors to mindfulness in the self-help world for me. Now, doctors didn't know what to do with me when I got sick. They said, you just have a small energy bucket and you'll need to learn how to live with that. There's nothing you can do about chronic disease. It's chronic. It will be there your whole life. Now, I am proving them wrong in every way today. <laughs> but back then, I only had that nagging feeling of, this can be it. I didn't know where to go for help. I didn't know anything. So I dove into everything I could find about mindfulness, positive psychology, and healthy living. Now, the only remedies I had at the time were living in the now and being grateful for the little things in life. These two principles literally saved my life. As I was fighting against my body's limits, I had to learn how to love myself fully with all my limits and become my own best friend. I used a body scan meditation. I created one myself. You can download it as well in the, in the description below. But a body scan meditation really helped me to check in with my body and truly listen to my new limitations instead of pushing through which used to be my default. Now, journaling and meditation pulled me out of a dark place at a young age. Hey there, quick commercial break. 
You know what's so powerful about journaling in community? The act of writing down your thoughts and feelings, externalizing them, helps you to calm down your nervous system. By taking a step back from the rush of your daily life and look at your life from a bigger perspective. How often do you do that? Well, at Maya's Journaling Corner, we zoom out of your busy life on a weekly basis to check in on yourself and fine-tune your goals and daily habits. Try it out for just one month and I promise you will want to stay. Just go to healthyachievers.community or click the link in the description below and I can't wait to start journaling with you. 3. Journal Prompts If you're not familiar with journal prompts yet, these are questions for self-reflection that you can use to get your journaling juices flowing. I love using prompts because they might have topics I hadn't even thought about and they take you places that seem new and refreshing in your mind. My way into journal prompts were self-help books or workbooks. Every time I read a new self-help book, I would journal after every chapter to reflect on what this topic means to me, which place it currently has in my life, and what I can improve for myself. I still love using journal prompts whenever I need inspiration. And one of my favorite topics to journal about is overwhelm. When I feel overwhelmed, when life just gets too much, that's my favorite moment to start journaling with prompts. Whenever I feel my life is just getting too busy and I need to regroup, I plan a moment for myself without distractions to zoom out of my busy life and reorganize everything, making sure that my daily activities are still aligned to my bigger goals. And you can do the same. Like I mentioned in the description below, you can download my new free ebook with journal prompts that take you. I love taking people through a journey, not just, it's not just a couple of journal prompts that are separate from each other. No, every prompt actually digs deeper to the previous prompt. So it takes you on a whole journey. It's exciting. You can download it below. The fourth way, journaling in nature. As many of you know, I moved to Cusco, Peru when I was 21, and it wasn't easy. I am a Taurus, and I don't like change, or at least I used to not like change. Peru is a culture that truly lives in the now and embraces the changes of life. So after seven years now, I have truly trained my flexibility, my patience, and my spontaneity. The first months were the hardest, really. There was this place in nature. It was a huge rock called Sapantiana that would call me at least once a week. I just had to go there and journal. I truly needed this moment for myself. I would journal about anything that came up. We call this a stream of consciousness in the world of journaling and, and psychology. You just write and you keep writing and you don't even think about what you're writing and you just let your consciousness flow wherever it wants to take you. I would cry my eyes out. I would let it all go. Breathing in the fresh mountain air, watching out over the city while journaling really helped me to get a bigger perspective on my life and lower my anxiety levels. 
Little did I know the name Sapantillana actually means sitting by yourself in Quechua. And this place is a waka, which were energetically loaded places in nature where the Incas believe that Mother Earth can soak up your negative energy. These are places strategically like with the landlines, you know, and oh, how I cried. Five, guided journaling sessions. My most recent discovery of how you can journal is by far my most favorite one. Even more powerful than journaling by yourself is journaling in community. I joined a guided journaling session uh, a couple of years ago, and it was just magic. When you're journaling with others and you share your reflections, you create this group consciousness. It's not only about you anymore. Whatever someone shares in the group gets picked up by your own mind and soul, and it takes your own experiences even deeper. Sometimes even these group discussions or you recognize yourself in someone else or a beautiful topic pops up that we talk about. When you journal by yourself, you can only go to a certain level. But when you journal in group, guided by a good coach, that's where the magic lies. And this is exactly why I created Maya's Journaling Corner, where I bring fantastic people from all around the world together to create a weekly habit of journaling. I love creating weekly prompts to journal by yourself and guiding live journaling sessions where, my, where we're mindfully journaling together, often inspired by astrology themes, which is another passion of mine. You are super welcome to join just for a month, and I promise you will want to stay. <laughs> you just have to go to healthyhighachievers.community and you can join today and start journaling today. Now, my secret sixth one. Actually, there is a secret sixth one. I have a dark red notebook that I call my rent journal. The book called Finding Your Own North Star. Um, there are these journal prompts for every chapter of this book as well in our slow-paced book club that's part of Maya's journaling corner if you're curious to get on this journey. But this book, Finding Your Own North Star by Martha Beck, inspired me to embrace the whole spectrum of emotions, including anger. Like when I was a teenager, I was physically not able to get angry. And once my psychotherapist said, Maya, it's not because you understand the other person's perspective. You always use that empathy to put yourself in the other person's shoes. The fact that you understand the other person doesn't mean you don't have the right to get angry. It's an emotion like any other emotion. And so I got a separate journal to unapologetically rant about my life and the people in it. I can swear, I can hate the world, I don't need to filter any words. This is the only journal, by the way, that I write in Dutch so that nobody in Peru can ever read it, just to be sure. I have about 22 journals right now, probably more, filled with my life story. <laughs> 
I don't journal every day anymore, but I flow with my needs of the moment. Sometimes I might just want to write it all out. And other times I might pick a series of journal prompts and I let them take me wherever they want to take me. Now journal with me today and gift yourself a moment of realignment, inner peace and clarity. I hope to see you there, Achievers. Take care. Dear Achievers, I hope you liked this episode. If you did, please subscribe and share with your friends, anyone who needs to hear this. You're super welcome to join us at healthyhighachievers.community as well. See you there.